What's up, everybody? Welcome into Pace the Nation, broadcasting here at Studio 1A in downtown Arlington, Virginia. Back here in the heart of Arlington County, we are in Clarendon, of course. Back again for episode 138. Wow, 138. I'm your host, Chris Farley. Alongside me, as always, to my right, is Joanna E. Russo. Joanna, what's up? Chris, do you know how many tissues I've gone through in the past? I know you got a box. Of, you got a box of tissues there. Um, have you counted specifically? Counted? I guess I need to know how many are in a box. Oh, okay, so I can count by the boxes. That's right. where we're at. All right, so I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna guess a box and a half. Let's bring in our other co-host. It's William E. Docs to my left. Docs, what's up? What do we win if we get this right? <laughs> I say a box and a half. You get the cold. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I, th- I feel like in these tight quarters, we all just caught a cold. Uh, do you have a guess, Docs? Do I have a guess as to how many boxes she's gone through? Yeah, in the last 48 hours. Uh, I'm going to say two boxes. Okay. Two full boxes, and this is her third. All right. Joanna, what's the answer? That's correct. Wow. Yeah. Man, I'm sorry you were under the weather. I'm pretty excited that I got it right. That's impressive. Let's <laughs> yeah. talk about me for a second. <laughs> now, just let me sneeze on you. Yeah. Are you, you just got a uh-huh. cold? Like, what's going on? Yeah, probably. Yeah, it's probably because the weather is, I don't know, it's too cold, maybe? No, definitely not. No, it's not, not too cold? Okay. <laughs> You're right. not going to get hurt no, and badmouth the cold weather. Yeah, yeah I was also, I was in Maine and I didn't get sick in Maine. Good, it was uh, cold there. Good uh, effort, though, Chris. I applaud you for, for that trap. Well, if anything, it's because it got warm. Yeah, that's that. that could, it did finally get warm as we hear broadcast on uh, Wednesday, January tenth. It's gotten warmer. I'm glad we started with the weather because we got a big show to get to today, guys. And excited uh, to be joined by a weather professional today, Alex Liggett of ABC Seven. He's the running weatherman. He's going to join us today in studio to make his trip from Roslyn, where he... Uh, All the way from Roslyn? Yep, broadcasts uh, to the center of the universe here in Clarendon. So looking forward to have Alex on the show today. Also on today's program, Docs and I had a run-in. It, yeah. Um, it's in my notes. I was surprised yeah. you brought that up. Yeah, so D- Docs and I had a run-in. I want to talk to that, uh, speak speak about that quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, uh, today, we're going to talk about a bar that Docs and I have been to, a historic running bar that's closing. I'm not sure, Joanna, you've been there or not. It's in New York City. We're going to talk about have it. Have you been well, in New York City? Yeah, do you know where that is? I'm a, I'm have a, you heard of it? Geographically, you heard where would it? I find that? Yeah. <laughs> well, well, we'll ask her if she's been to this historic bar, historic running bar that is, uh, that's closing, unfortunately, here in the next couple months. Also, today, we have a Where Are They Now segment. Pace the Nation, where are they now? Actually, a couple of entries, so we'll get to those later in the program. Entries, does that mean that, that people submit their well, suggestions? Actually, one was submitted, the other really? one. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can submit no, them. I, you can always tweet us. Uh, we'll, we'll take them into consideration. Yeah. I like I like it when, when we don't do the work anymore and everything yeah. is just outsourced. That's perfect. And then finally, uh, we received some shine and... Um, I hesitate to do it because we should act like we've been there before. Uh-huh. Well, we have been, uh, but uh, we received some shine, and I want to uh, acknowledge that. Uh, acknowledge those kudos. Most people don't speak your language. They're probably trying to figure out what product <laughs> shine is. No, we received some kudos, and uh-huh. I uh, wanted to to, to mention it's a cleaning that. supply. Yeah, uh, but uh, before that, kudos uh, could be cookies. Yeah, uh, that's true. Uh-huh. Uh, be- before that. Um, you know, I, I got to use you guys again to get something off my chest. Uh, <laughs> just really, just a, just an irritating uh, 
morning for me. Uh, I usually, usually your irritating mornings turn into an irritating afternoon for me when yeah. I hear all about it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, I took London to the vet this morning, and I walked out of there with an unbelievable bill. Mm-hmm. Like what happened to the old, like old school days when you don't really, where you really don't take your pet to the doctor that often. Mm-hmm. Like I walked out of there with heartworm medicine, mm-hmm. uh, some other medicine she's got to take every three months, uh, a, a uh, an appointment to get surgery on her ear. The mm-hmm. dog's fine. You see the dog, <laughs> she's fine. Yeah. Like I could not believe, and I'm not going to mention the place because I enjoy uh-huh. this place. Well, I enjoy then- the vet. Let me ask you a question. How much does the vet charge you for a dog bath? <laughs> well, haven't used them for the dog bath, uh, but yeah. um, apparently that would have been a bargain compared to what... I haven't even seen the itemized invoice. So they're going to email it to me. Okay. But when the person behind the desk said five seventy, I, I wasn't sure whether they meant $5.70, but no, uh-huh. they meant $570. Yeah. Oh my God. $570. Yeah. For a checkup for my dog. Yeah, well, listen. This dog's going to break me. Yeah, listen, uh, it's it's really interesting that, that you spend that much money uh, on, on the health of a dog that eats directly out of the trash can. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I'm she, trying to help you out here. You know, uh, like. I, I don't know. I mean, I just, uh, I don't know whether these, do, does your dog have heartworm, medication, or flea and tick medication that is. Yes. I, I don't. I don't understand. Again, I haven't seen the itemized invoice because I can't mm-hmm. even bring myself to bring uh, to to check to, your to, email to look at it. <laughs> but five seventy. I think that sounds a little high. I a mean, little. Well, for those two products, because I. Also- I don't know. There was uh, Julie was there for half the time too, and I wasn't there for the first half. So maybe there's other things that happened that I don't know about. But I. I literally almost fell over when they said 570 as I checked out. Yeah, that's pretty I've never paid that for Luigi. For anything, right? Um, Wait a minute, I for anything. I, yeah, I've I I've paid over $500 for something. No, I mean she, she has a car, Farley. Uh, yeah, no, I'm just saying like, yeah, I could probably bought a car for 570. <laughs> 570? Like when you're not prepared for 570? It's a it's That's definitely. that's like what am I going to do? Yeah. James isn't going to eat for a week. Yeah, I mean it's ridiculous. Five seventy. I thought a dog bath for thirty-seven dollars was expensive, but five. It's I I don't know. It's a racket. I tell you what, the you're going to save a lot of money because once uh, James doesn't eat for a week and child services takes him away, (laughs) you'll save a lot of money on baby clothes and and, and baby stuff. uh, That's not going to be the first thing to go. You're right. Good point. All right. Well, here's here's my solution. If you're a vet listening, like. I need, we need some sponsorship here. Like, we need some help. <laughs> it doesn't help me. I don't have a dog. Well, we have, two of the three of us have dogs. Yeah. Like, if you're a vet who wants your product out there on the airwaves, we are the show for you. Maybe. Talk to us. Tweet us at Pace the Nation. I mean, this is ridiculous. Like, right. if, if you. I don't know that you've really appealed to any veterinarians. Yeah. By I, insulting their business. Yeah, right exactly. Now. Like, they're, they're. They're doing uh, God's work, saving your dog's life, and and how appreciative of you you're putting a dollar sign on it. All right. Well, all right, fine. I guess I'm just a little worked up because it was this morning. And because you like to get worked up. No, no, I really don't. I just couldn't believe it was 570. Um, All right. Well, speaking of uh, London, the dog that I love and would do whatever and pay whatever (laughs) for, 
Um, I, I went on a run with her yesterday, and on my run, I run into the guy to my left, the co my co-host, William E. Docks. That, that's me. Yeah, so... I, I was late for uh, something with, with, with Julie, so I couldn't stop and see you. But speaking again... No, the, the truth is or, that or I saw hi. you guys, and your dog wanted to stop and, and, and play with me, and you literally pretended like you didn't know me, hoping <laughs> that uh, I would just run by, and you wouldn't have to give me five so, seconds of your day. It's funny that you say that, because literally, so Docs runs one way, I'm running the other. I see him, I say, dude, I got a roll, what's up? And London stops in her tracks, and as he runs by, she was going after him. Like mm-hmm. she doesn't chase anybody on that path. Maybe she thinks she I'm saw, a squirrel. When she no no no. When she saw you, she recognized you and went after you. She she was I could tell she was really upset. She was like, Farley, why are we keep why are we keep going? We right. need to go say we hi. To go, we need to go. I need to go bite his face. Right. Well, uh, she likes to nip at my face. <laughs> she Playfully. really, she really likes you. Are you um, interested in maybe sharing custody? Maybe sharing that bill I had this morning <laughs> potentially. Um, do you have any pet insurance? No, I don't. So you're back to that. Yeah, no, I don't. Maybe I need to invest in some pet. I insurance. just went to a website, and to get your rate, you just have to enter your dog's name. Oh, really? What's what's my rate? Uh, I don't know. I put in Luigi's. Oh, uh, okay. Well, check on that for me uh, because obviously. Having docs, uh, you know, split the bill with me or begging for or insulting veterinarians to try to uh, have them sponsor me is not working. So maybe pet insurance is the answer. Yeah, I think I think um, sometimes maybe when when you're trying to crowdsource, you you get really specific about what you want people to do. Mm-hmm. So maybe as a a step back, you just throw it out there. Hey, my uh, my my bill was too high. Mm-hmm. Does anybody have any solutions? Right. You okay. know, because All then right. like your solution was to get a, a an offended veterinarian to sponsor the show. Right. Whereas uh, Joanna sourced it and said, why don't you get pet insurance? It would be fifty dollars a month. Well, fifty dollars uh, is fifty times twelve. I can do the quick math on that. It's basically mm-hmm. what I paid today. Exactly. So. Yeah. All right. I appreciate your guys' solutions. Mm-hmm. Um, that uh, that that does help. I'll look yeah. into that. Well, let's let's go back to seeing me on the run. Yes, because actually, while I was running, I was thinking about a topic that we could do for the show, mm-hmm. and that is uh, why don't we talk about what we're training for right now? Okay. And I can start because it's the middle of the winter, and I'm just applying my base. Well. You you looked like you were uh, moving at a swift pace, so I, I was good to see you out there healthy running. So you're just getting some base work in. Um, by 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 working on the base, what I mean is I'm doing. You know, I didn't really run that much in December. Mm-hmm. The holidays uh, so, were so tough. I'm, I'm getting back into it. I don't have any races anytime soon. It's uh, ridiculously cold outside. So when I go out, I'm just doing longer distance runs. Uh, I no make workouts. sure no workouts, yeah. nothing fast. Um, and you just try to get out there and, and, and consistently run miles week in, week out. Uh, and that's your base so that, so that once I do have a, a late spring race that I want to run, uh, I've put in the miles, I put in the work and then I can start to get quicker as the weather gets better. I like it. I mean, I think too many people probably just take the winter months off, Right. but yeah, just go out there, layer up and, you know, run some miles. 
uh, you're going to be that much better for it when yeah. it does when the weather does break in March. Yeah, when when the weather breaks, you want to have a bunch of miles on your mm-hmm. shoes, and you want to be ready to hit the ground running. That's that's right. I think that's good. I think that's good advice. Um, so I'm kind of doing the same thing when you saw me out there, just doing a uh-huh. doing a run, uh, trying to build up mileage, probably slow distance. If anything, I'm not going to do a, you know track workouts anything like that. Anything, I'll probably just do some fart licks on the the bike path if if I'm going to do anything hard. But yeah, I think that's that's a good idea for at least this month and and maybe part of February. Uh, Joanna, what do you uh, what do you, what do you run? Are you running right now? Or are you Sorry, what's your I'm relationship s- with running right now? I'm like still in this pet insurance oh, okay, thing. Okay, okay. She she hates running, so she's, hey, yeah. Joanna, you're pulling a Farley. You need to put your device away. Yeah. I know, but it's just it's it's they don't cover flea or tick or heartworm yeah, okay. or vet vet fees, which is like basically it's like helpful if your dog gets in an accident or has like something catastrophic uh, happen. All right, so it's not um, but I don't know. Like I'm running right now. Um, I really have it in my head that I want bunion surgery, so I'm trying yeah. not to get too much into a routine because um, if I do have surgery, that will mean at least six to eight weeks off from running. So I don't, I don't want to get to a mental place where that's going to be hard for me to do. So mm-hmm. like right now, running is not um, as big a part of my day, so it'll be easy to kind of cut it out for those six to eight weeks. Um, but in the meantime, I'm I'm running probably like between twenty and thirty five miles a week, depending on like how busy my week is. No, jo- wor- no workouts, anything like that. No workouts, yeah. yeah. Okay. Barely good. doing long runs. All right. I disagree with your your philosophy. Although, if that's what you need to do in order to 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 get where you need to go, then I think it's okay. Uh, however, I've always felt like uh, getting in the best shape possible before. Uh, you have to take an extended amount of time helps in that recovery. Well, that's why I'm still running. So I'm still like, let's say that I'm maintaining my fitness, Mm -hmm. but I just don't want to get like, I think the reason I've never considered bunion surgery in the past, even though it's hurt for many years is because I don't want to take that time off. Right. And, and not being able to run or be active for six to eight weeks was just a mental hurdle. I couldn't get over, mm-hmm. but, um, I took some time off in December and then running kind of fell out of my normal routine. So I don't want to get to a place where it's something that I, that I feel that I have to do every day. Cause then it will be hard. I think mentally for me during mm-hmm. that recovery period, but I'm still maintaining fitness. I totally agree with you on that. Respect. And do you have a, do you have a, a surgery scheduled already? No, I'm Better still get on that. Yeah, I'm still in consultations. I haven't decided if I actually want to take the leap. So Farley, what she's doing here is uh, uh, she's prolonging her her not running period. <laughs> yeah, because she's 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 like if she has the surgery, there'll be a fixed amount of time that she's not running. Right. And leading up to that surgery, she's she's decided that she's not going to run. No, I actually like the way you've scheduled that. Well done. That's good. You're talking about her or me? Yeah, uh, Joanna, the way she scheduled it, and so she can um, feel good about, you know, being lazy is essentially what she's doing. <laughs> ah, just do you, you know what I was okay. going to do? Speaking of Joanna, yeah. I was I was going to do a Joanna impersonation in the intro okay. uh, today because, uh, so let's practice that. You say, and Docs, how are you? And Docs, how are you? Do you know why I think it's difficult for a Stanley Cup champion to repeat? Hmm. <laughs> That's what she always does. And, you know, Kieran O'Connor actually clued in on that, mm-hmm. uh, where he says that you just ignore the uh, – on this show, the protocol is just to ignore the the uh, small talk question that right. you get. How statement. are you? And then you just immediately jump into your thing. Yeah. You don't Stanley waste time. Yeah. Yep. But I do think that it's difficult for a Stanley Cup champion to repeat because they get to party with the trophy mm-hmm. all summer long. And I think that I think that takes away from their preparing for the next season. 
So, so I think that makes it like it's already a long season, right. and then now they're like partying hard with a trophy. I think it's worth it. Uh, I definitely think it's worth it. The best—that's the best trophy in all the sports, and there's not even a competition. Like nobody can even talk otherwise about that best trophy ever. All right, so we've covered sports, <laughs> we've covered dogs, we've covered some running actually, and we've covered weather. So I mean, we've basically hit all our uh, our show topics that mm-hmm. we normally hit. But let's cover some more weather. All right, uh, and some running. Next up, weatherman for ABC7, Alex Liggett. He's going to join us next here on Pace the Nation. All right, welcome back to the program. And now, Joanna and Docs, we are thrilled to be joined in studio by... I'm going to call him the running weatherman, but he is ABC7's meteorologist. It's Alex Liggett. Alex, what's up? Thanks for joining us. How, How are you, guys? man? Thanks for having me. Well, thrilled to have you join us uh, in studio here. It was uh, uh, you know, a, a half mile uh, trip up tough the hill. It is, tough tough I, I it is usually, a tough hill. It I, is a tough hill. I usually bike it. When I run, yeah. you know, I don't know if you've, you've heard our show, but I, I am notorious uh, for finishing my run in Roslyn, and, and then I live here in Clarendon, and then taking the bike share up the hill. It's ridiculous. I don't know how right? that's how you got up here. Or Isn't how, it I, ridiculous? Isn't that ridiculous? I, I'm way too lazy for that. I totally metroed, and yeah. okay. it's so just cold metroed. enough yeah, that, yeah, that you didn't I don't walk deal or with bike that. share. Is he, he's, he, he's really uh, missing the sprint vehicle now. Yeah, there is the sprint <laughs> Would vehicle. Would you have taken the sprint up here if... There, sure. Yeah, the sprint vehicle, the golf cart that no longer is is is. Uh, They're on a break till April. Until April, if but you know what that means. Yeah. So you are the running weatherman. Uh, how did you get to be the running me- weatherman here in DC? So yeah, oddly enough, I, I did start up a blog when I just started in this business here over the past couple of years. Two thousand five, I started here at ABC Seven. Okay. And around two thousand seven, I started the running weatherman. You know, I got into just doing races all the time, Cherry Blossom, your races, the Pacers yep. races, I mean, all of them. And I just look around at the starting line, and people are always, always so overdressed right. or like right. just in attire. You're looking out, and I'm, I'm like, it's chilly outside right now, but the second you start moving, you're going to be dying. Right. <laughs> so that's why I just kind of want to let people know what the weather forecast is so they have a better idea of what to wear, how to prepare. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, we talked about it last week that, uh, you know, you want to dress for how you are a mile into your run and not You want to dress like the job that you want to be in. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, wait, that was a different conversation. No, no. But the pace you want to run. So a mile in, you don't want to overdress and a lot of right. people do. You should so. be cold for that first mile. So you give yes. them good direction. Well, we're going to get into, you know, uh, what people should wear for races and, and how you help, uh, help help a lot of our, our road racers in the area. Uh, but I really appreciate you coming in last minute. I, um, you know, I had this thought that you would be a good guest this week as the weather has just been so crazy. Like I walked out of my house the other day and didn't see the black ice and literally felt I had like a, a box of recycling in my hands. It went Was flying it eight feet yeah, in pizza, the air like that commercial. and I slip and I fall and fortunately didn't bust my head, but fell. And I thought I had this as I'm, I'm sitting there and making sure that I didn't break anything. I had this realization, wow, we got to have Alex on the show to talk about the weather. So at that moment I said, and, and, and you were able to join us. So I appreciate uh, you coming on such of short course. notice. Dude, this is the same origin story that Doc Brown invented the flux capacitor. So He also fell, hit his head, 
and then invented time travel. I can't wait to see what Chris comes up with next. No. <laughs> I, 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 I can't. Well, he uh, comes up pro- with podcasts. I can't promise too much, uh, but it has been kind of crazy weather. Uh, I've been kind of. I know we've been soldiering through and running uh, through it. Uh, what's been going on with the weather recently? I mean, finally broken <laughs> as we as we sit here on Wednesday. It's you know in the in the thirty, but it's been like in the teens and the wind chill. Like, has this been as cold as is as, as it's been in in January since that that you can remember? That I can remember, yes. And it is a top ten coldest period mm-hmm. where we've had uh, this long of an extended period of cold weather. We've just had a constant ridge of high pressure over the west troughiness over the east yeah and i'm getting in my weather geek yep. speech here but mm-hmm. either way it's the upper level steering currents steering patterns jet streams that's dipping enough that's just keeping us on that cold side of basically right. the cold air just continues to dive down to the eastern side of the united states so that has been primarily happening over and over again now we're in a little mild push here but mm-hmm. i think as we get into next week I'm not sure when this even airs. Right. So we, we, we'll, we'll Monday. 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 So yeah. next week. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, Monday is going to be pretty brutal along with Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. We're going to be right back in the 30s next week. Not quite as As intense, cold as it was. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So, so why does it get cold without snow? If it's going to be cold, I want snow. Well, I mean, if it's cold, typically it's pretty dry in the atmosphere and you probably don't pick up as much uh, moisture in the atmosphere because of that. So you really have to uh, make sure that you're going to get some kind of a, a lower level jet coming out of the south, picking up that moisture from the Atlantic. That really helps us get those bigger snowstorms. You really have to have the right setup for that. We almost had that just last week. I mean, they had a foot of snow at the beach, mm-hmm. Delmarva Shore, a peninsula, eastern shore, but uh, we missed it. We got, you know, what, an inch or right. so. Are we going to have any of those setups this year? Can I look forward to any snow? We still have opportunities. I think through... The end of January, maybe sometime after mid-February, we'll have the possibility. But once I think we get into March, I think we're going to be done. So I think what Joanne is really asking is what can she do to make (laughs) sure that we get more snow? I'm already wearing my pajamas inside out, doing the snow dance. That's I mean, that's what we usually recommend. (laughs) Yeah, There's not much else you can do. Well, I want to get into some of your running and and more weather talk, but you are really into weather. How did you get into it? I've been a weather nerd since I was a little kid. Okay. Uh, I I loved, well, I'm still terrified of lightning. Mm -hmm. Terrified. You will not see me anywhere near the outdoors during a thunderstorm. Wait, have have they ever asked you to go cover a lightning storm? I would most certainly say I can do it inside a car, a vehicle (laughs) or something, but but nowhere outside, outside, yes. But the funny part is I do want to go storm chasing in Mm -hmm. in the plains. I think that would be amazing, but... I, I just I'm not sure how it would work out with my fear of lightning. Okay, because I would probably right. would never exit. So the vehicle. fear of lightning, but just always been into weather. Like, uh, how did you get into weather? As you, and you grew up around here, right? Yeah, uh, one of the big storms that kind of got me into it was the uh, blizzard of '96. Oh yeah, two feet of snow in my side yard, and mm-hmm. I remember actually thunder snow during that occasion. I was in my backyard measuring, and you know, a big flash, and a we don't have any outside power lines or you know underground in our neighborhood and it really freaked me out but that's just one of the things that i kind of remember and you know when i went to college i started with i always say this at all my school visits that i go to i started with 76 kids in my freshman freshman year by the time i graduated graduated with 21 other kids who all liked weather as much as i did since they were little kids not like saying oh i see someone on tv i want to be that person because you get into it and there's 
just the math, the physics involved. It is a grueling major. <laughs> where'd you go to? Where'd you go to high school? You went to NC State for college. Where'd you go to high school? Uh, w. T. Woodson. W. T. Woodson. In Fairfax. Yep. All Ooh, right. Woodson. So, uh, is there a, a weather major at NC State? Like what? What's meteorology? Weather major. No, it's okay. called weather. <laughs> weather major. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so meteorology. Me, I can't even say the word. Uh, mm-hmm. no, weather that's, major. It's yeah. a, it's a tough one. Yeah. So so you were a weather major at, at NC State, and then where does that next stop take you? Back here to D.C.? or I mean, I assume you guys are in TV kind of have to travel wherever the work is. Yes. And oddly enough, I ended up doing an internship at Channel 7 with mm-hmm. then chief meteorologist Doug Hill and you know really enjoyed it and went back to school. Then I was on an interview out in Norman, Oklahoma to do a forecast for ships out in the ocean, the shipping forecasts mm-hmm. and stuff. For uh, all those for that Oklahoma coastline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's like, you're in a landlocked state <laughs> doing forecasts for the ocean, huh? Right. And I'm like, uh, yeah, why not? You can do it from anywhere. Right. But um, so, yeah, I was on the interview, and Doug calls me, and he's like, hey, Alex, we're looking for a new meteorologist, and I was really hoping that you were, you know, didn't sign up for a job yet or anything. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm on an interview right now, but wow. uh, can I call you back? So it was either Norman, Oklahoma, where I've never been and would be way out of my comfort zone, but would have been a really cool opportunity. There's, I mean, a, a University of Oklahoma has a fantastic program. The uh, Nash, Severe Storms Laboratory is out there. There's a lot of weather stuff out there. Boris, come home, be with friends, be with family, and be somewhere comfortable. And I kind of went with that. And as of right now, I'm pretty happy with that decision. Yeah, so you're down there at uh, ABC7. You've been there since 2005. Um, so meteor- meteorologists there, what, what do you – like are you forecasting weather every day are you on tv oh, yeah. every day so what 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 is your job like what does a meteorologist do <laughs> what is it you say you do i'm i yeah i'm a lot different from the rest of our staff i because i am kind of the manager of our department so we have it over the course of the years we used to do radio for top uh, and for other uh stations as well so we had 16 full and part-time meteorologists now we're down to eight but we have News Channel 8 as well. So it's ABC7 and News Channel 8. Same group of talent, same stations, uh, just like different airs. So we basically are on air from 425 in the morning until 1130 at night. That's a lot of time to fill during the day. Yeah. Yeah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That doesn't seem like you have time to sleep. Uh, luckily, there's more than one of us. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Right. So is Doug still there or who, who is the other so meteorologist Doug, there? Doug just retired okay. this last fall. And our, our new chief meteorologist is Bill Kelly. He's out of Columbus, Ohio. Really okay. nice guy. I would love for you guys to yeah. tune in and watch him. Uh, absolutely. All right. Well, I want to tie it back into running. So you, you were a runner at W.T. Woodson. Um, and I believe you competed against a former guest of this program, Alan Webb. Is that correct? I mean, technically in running and in swimming. Oh, really? Ooh, yeah. There you go. Okay. Who is, I'm sure you didn't who, know that. He, who got the better of, of each of those? I think, well, he blew me out the doors in running. Let's, <laughs> yeah. let's just be straight here. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I beat him in swimming. I don't know. Nice. I'd have to go back and look, but that nope. was NVSL, Northern Virginia we, Swimming League. We yeah. do not fact check on this show, so you can go ahead and right, claim I, that you've beaten yeah, him, and we will go accept ahead. that. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure I touched him out. Yeah, exactly. Totally phelps him on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, you're, you're a runner in high school and then ran and in, in afterwards in, in NC State and uh, you know, just kind of for fun or whatever. Yeah, and just then, yeah. <laughs> to stay kind of in shape yeah. while in college. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then you've become a runner and done a lot of our road races since, right? Yes. So what are you currently running or training for now? 
I am training for the rock and roll half. Uh, which my wife signed me up for, nice. and since she is bowed out, <laughs> but granted, <laughs> right. we just had a kid. She's five months old. Wow! Congratulations. So the okay. running has really gone downhill. Oh, I hear you, man. I I know exactly where you're coming from. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, but but you're still you're going to train for rock and roll. That that you said the half marathon. Yeah, and I, I did the I did the Marine Corps in the fall with my coworker Josh Knight. That was pretty fun. I actually, saw and I'm sure you guys know her, Elise. Oh, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely ran past her. Elise Brainer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. She is. Is she a mascot for Pacers? No, I don't know if that's <laughs> a right. She, I mean, she is amazing energy and just is, is incredible for the store. But yeah. So you saw Elise bringing the energy out on the Marine Corps marathon. Course. Oh yeah. Yeah. So you're currently training for rock and roll. Do you enjoy running in this weather? Like, is this your favorite time of year to run? I do like when it's cool. At least 40s, though. Uh, When it gets down to the teens, no thanks. Not really my my favorite time to run. And definitely when you have the chills below zero. Right. (laughs) Zero chance of getting out the door. But even with your, your weather degree, uh, like, you don't get excited. Is there, there any part of you that's like... All right, it's 15 degrees out. That's kind of that's you know that's weather related and it, like to just get excited about running in that weather. Before I had a kid, yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, actually, I but do you like to run in? Well, you don't like you don't like lightning, but do you like to run in the rain or in the snow or anything? Like, oh yeah. Like like do you have some sort of energy coming from, like when you run and there's there's unusual weather? And can you give us some tips for from a meteorologist? Like how do we run in these weather? In you, these weather, I mean, and, in, and, the, in, in these this, in, in these in weather, weather, yeah, yeah, man, you just got to layer up. Yeah. That that's really the only thing you can do. I mean, I, I have run in single digit temperatures. I've run when it's in the nineties, and single digits is way better, right? Way better. Joanna right. actually will subscribe to your newsletter on that. Right. <laughs> well, I've I've plenty of questions here. Um, and maybe not related necessarily to uh, what, what you would think of uh, first and foremost about weather. But when I think of weather, I think of like <laughs> the farmer's almanac. Like, is that a true source where you can determine real, really where the weather's, what the weather's going to be uh, in a season? Or do you guys just look at that as an old wives' tale? Uh, I absolutely have not picked one up. No. Uh, okay. D- Probably since I got one in my stocking okay. from Santa back right. when I was around so, eight so or that's, nine. Okay, all right. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. But but on on that topic though, because I, I know that when I was a kid, the weather prediction was not very good at all. It, it seems like you guys are knocking it out of the park now. So we're ha- doing a little better, but we have a lot of help, and a lot of that help is coming from supercomputers. Right. Well, so but that was going to be my question: is is how come? Why have we come from the farm, farmer's almanac, which predicts the next six months inaccurately, right. to being really close? You know, to a, 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 a guaranteed that the high is going to be this tomorrow and the low is going to be this, and and even more so, like the five day, ten day forecast seem to be a lot more accurate now. They're getting better. Uh, but I don't think they're quite where they need to be. Just so he doesn't yet. want to put a, like a, a guarantee on. Yeah. No, I do. I mean, that's a, <laughs> a token of a true meteorologist. I mean, you cannot. Yeah. There's so there's just so much uncertainty and just chaos in the atmosphere that it, it's tough to narrow it down and be right consistently 
five, six, seven days. But it's out. but you would agree that it's way better than it was uh, since you first fell in love with the weather. It is. It's just so much different than even when I started in the business twelve years ago. Okay. Just as far as what we have at our fingertips mm-hmm. and that we can utilize and see, and it, it's amazing. So. Um, I also wanted to ask, getting back to kind of wives' tales or things that I associate with weather, mm-hmm. uh, the groundhog, does that have anything to do? Is there a, does the groundhog have a real effect on what the weather is? Oh, you mean that, that yeah. rat that you pull Pun- out of the ground? Pun- punxatory <laughs> Phil? No? Has no. more to do with like... I mean, the, the, news, the news stations cover it. Like oh, it really, I, en- I enjoy it. Have okay. you been to Poxitani? No, I think okay. it would be a lot of fun. I mean, Groundhog Day is one of yeah. my favorite, yes. right. favorite so films. That, all right, so that doesn't... I, I get the answer there, so that doesn't... <laughs> so you, you mentioned Bill Murray's uh, character. Who's your favorite movie weatherman? Movie weatherman? Mm-hmm. You'd have to name a few. And uh, Steve not Martin the, from L.A. Story. See, I don't even know that movie. You oh, you should watch that. Like, I, th- I think you would, you would love that, especially what you like your uh, refusal to put your stamp guarantee on it. There's one scene in there I think that that you'll probably appreciate more than anybody else. But there, there are a lot of uh, uh, Hollywood. Uh, weatherman, which uh, I, 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 yeah, anyway. that is putting me on the spot. It's funny because yeah. I'm, I love movies, but I'm thinking about it right now and can't can't come up with any. I am of them like blanking. Yeah. yeah, that's all right. That's all right. <laughs> all right, I got um, other other climate change. What's your what's your view on climate change? Uh, I think it's something that we do need to take seriously, mm-hmm. but something that needs a lot more research, a lot more development into. And I think a lot of people just on the street need to really relax and keep their heads, <laughs> keep right. their heads cool while talking about it. Right. But how, how do you feel with your weather degree that uh, people have an opinion on the science? It, I, it's that something is, that is politicized. Yeah. And that is the most difficult part, because no matter what, it seems like people have already made up their minds bef- while you're bringing it up or before you talk. to right. them. So they already know. It's either it's real or it's it's oh that's a total farce. So it's something that you just have to try to teach the public more and more about um, and use it in different dynamic ways. I mean, we have to do it on air too, but you guys got to remember most of the time people just want to know what's going to happen the next right. 24, 48 right. hours, the seven day outlook, right. and that's it. They don't care and don't want to know about you know those bigger things. So it's something that we have to use as like a teaching but you you don't think so the last you know like we've we've talked about earlier the last uh, couple of weeks have been really cold that has nothing to do with climate change something to do with climate change so i mean there's there's weather and there's climate you know weather's the here and now mm-hmm. and the past couple of weeks climate i mean it's over a scale of hundreds of years thousands mm-hmm. of years and you know with that small of a sample size you cannot relate one weather event to a to a climate shift or climate pattern that just that's just not not something that is <laughs> you're supposed to do with weather. All right, uh, switching gears, Alex. I um, am very curious, just kind of how your job actually works. You you go on the Magica TV, you stand up there in front of a green screen. I have seen that you're in front of a green screen, and you're pointing. These weather people are pointing to temperatures in Arlington. And first of all, I'm very geographically challenged. Mm-hmm. So I think that's very yeah. difficult. But how are you able to say, all right, it's 35 degrees here in Arlington, and you point directly to Arlington? As, you, as a, because he's not seeing it. Whatever you're pointing to is just a green screen. Right. Well, technically, if you think I'm actually pointing at that green wall, right. there's nothing on the green wall. Right. But there is a monitor 
on either side of that green wall okay. that you can't see at home. Right. And there's a monitor reversed in the actual camera. That oh, you so can you can actually, because you're looking right into the camera and there is a yeah, monitor. I'm looking there. at myself. It's basically a right. mirror, well, not quite mirror image, Farley, but like a reverse love that image. Job. Wow. Look when, at yourself all day long. <laughs> but is that, is it, is it, did that take a little bit to get the hang of to be able to do? Oh, or? Is that its own course in yeah, and, school? Yeah, it's got to be. In weather school. Yeah, in weather school, right. You know, my uh, college, NC State, does have a green screen now at the school, and I'm mad that I'm not the person that actually tried to get that in there, but, uh, and I could have used the practice back then. Yeah. It, yeah, even the first couple times I did it live on News Channel 8, I was realizing I was pointing and I, I walk on screen and I'm like on the wrong side of the screen, pointing the wrong direction. Look at myself, <laughs> basically tell myself to cool it and right. then relax and finally get back into it and point in the right direction. Have a little they, embarrassing. Have they ever changed the screen behind you? Like, like you're pointing at what you think is the Pentagon and then all of a sudden it's like a gopher like uh, running around in a prairie. That's actually one of the best things about our job. It's it's live television. Right. So, I mean, they do have this, the button, the red button in the control room where if someone drops something they shouldn't. Right. <laughs> right. They can go, go ahead and, you know, no audio, no, no nothing. But, uh, yeah, it's it's fun because no matter what is going to happen, you I mean, I'm ad-libbing. We don't have a script. We're not reading the prompter. Okay. Uh-huh. You know, we have to know what we're talking about as far as the weather going on ahead of us. Then we have to know what our graphic system's doing. Sometimes the graphic system doesn't work. So then you're just talking over one graphic for two and a half minutes. Right. And you're like, Ooh, All right. Now tough. what am I going to talk about? Let's see. <laughs> so, I mean, that, that's what's really interesting to me. Like, has there been examples where you're like, oh, man, I, I got nothing. Like, this has gone totally haywire and... Like, what is the worst example that's happened to you? Because it is live. And is, is yes. live mean really live? Or is it like a five-second, ten-second delay or something like that? I think it's about four seconds. Four seconds. So it's basically live. Yes. So you're standing there. And then has anything gone totally wrong? I mean, we've seen YouTube videos of people, like, cursing or talking underneath their breath. Nothing like that's ever happened to you, right? No, not to me personally. Yeah, right. right. I, I've, I've been around the studio enough where you know, certain things have occurred. Yeah. Uh, one great story, uh, meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff. This was back uh, 2006 or seven. He's my coworker, and he was on ABC7 doing the morning show. In the camera, they took the graphics full, so that means you can't see him. Okay. You just see the graphics on your screen at home. Well, in the background, the camera just started moving by itself and just bashing this TV. <laughs> we used to have this big, huge, giant TV with a VCR on top of it. And it was hitting the TV, and the VCR was getting closer and closer to and closer to the edge. And oh, you no. hear him in the background of the. It's like, oh, it's going to be 56 today, and oh dear God, <laughs> as he's great. running off the platform to dive and catch this <laughs> VCR. You know, VCR player before it hits that's the great. ground. Wow. Yeah. So that, that that stuff is is fascinating to me because I know just podcasting, it's hard enough to like. And we 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 edit the show. I mean, it is definitely collectively. Yeah. Col- I, yeah. I love well, I love our Sunday yeah. nights when the three of us get together to edit yeah. the show. Well, such good memories. Uh, another another <laughs> another qu- question. Like, so the world is changing, and people consume weather differently. Um, at the station, have things changed now that people use their weather.com app? They use their iPhone apps. Are you guys getting less weather time? You get how has it changed over the years? You know, it's it, the whole business is changing because mm-hmm. so many people are getting all of that on their phones. Mm-hmm. So I mean, we're trying to get it to them on their phones. We have our own Stormwatch Seven weather app, which of course we would love for all of you to right. download. Right, <laughs> but, absolutely. Uh, um, it, it's 
it's something we have to get to the user no matter what. So we are on social media a ton, Mm -hmm. Facebook, Twitter, you name it, Instagram. I mean, all kinds of platforms, any platform that's out there, we will try to meet you on just for your weather needs. And it's one thing that we want people to know that we're available too. Right. I mean, we're pretty, our entire team, very approachable and we're, you know, always ready to answer whatever questions you guys have. So, yeah. Um, so you, you, you're, so let's say you're on the air. How many times a day are you on the air? Me? Yeah. It, it varies. Yeah. Week to week, day to day. Yeah. Cause typically I'm the manager of the department. Got it. So I'm not always on TV, but you know, someone's sick, someone's out. I fill in. Yep couple hours here and there could be the entire day so what are you weekend. doing what are you doing the rest of the time are you researching weather are you finding new ways to control weather what are you doing <laughs> so de- definitely forecasting yeah but there is just because it's such a big organization mm-hmm. uh, with the abc7 and news channel 8 there's a lot that goes back into the graphic building mm-hmm. means you have to do that you have to make sure that everything is actually running properly which it's like any other thing right. with computers right. involved you're always going to have some kind of issues uh, I do all the scheduling for our department, mm-hmm. so it's it's a lot of stuff behind the scenes right. that I do that the rest of my team does not have to deal with, and I don't want them to deal with. Right. Well, uh, there has been. We were talking earlier about advancements. Uh, lots has changed since the twelve years, twelve thirteen years that you've been in it. Are we closer to being able to like? I'd love for the GW Parkway Classic to be a controlled environment. Is there any <laughs> way we can like control weather to make it? You know, 55 degrees and no wind. You could do like the tennis bubble, but like yeah, yeah. on the entire parkway. That would yeah, be, that would be that would be perfect. But <laughs> that's but other than way. that, there's no <laughs> like coming something coming down the pike that uh, can control weather because eventually we got to get there, right? I mean, we would like to, right? right. But uh, I highly no. doubt it because the military would do that right. first, and then okay. we'd all be. <laughs> all right. So I was hoping because you know we got a, uh, our first uh, Pacers running race February 11th. It can be very cold on Love the Run You're With Day, so I'm hoping you can maybe control or dial up some good good weather for this, us that day. And it could be good that we're getting this cold air late December, early January. We have another cold push next week, so mid into mid-January. Pattern shift would be nice. Then you get into early February and could have nice mild air, 50s. That'd be nice. Well, and, here, here's the thing, Farley. He He's not allowed to tell us that they control right, the weather. Right. But I'm, I'm going to run a theory by you guys, and... You know, for for your own safety, I understand if you're not going to answer. But going back to our earlier question, the reason why you're so accurately predicting the weather right now is because the scientists are handing you guys the seven-day forecast <laughs> right, right, right. saying this is what we intend to do over the next seven days. Right. right. If that's if that's not correct, um, I don't know. I don't I don't know how he's going to tell us. So I, yeah. I'm sure that's correct. I'm sure so we, we can just move on without a right. comment. He doesn't, he doesn't need to answer. Yeah, that. but we can't get it exactly right. Then right. people mm-hmm. wouldn't, then they right. wouldn't, wouldn't tune in. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. We, you know, we got to change it by a degree or two either yeah. way. Absolutely. It's it's why when Chris was cheating on. No, never mind. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no. So I was talking about <laughs> I was talking. We, we were talking about February 11th. Love the run you're with. You're really active on Twitter. It's uh, ABC7 Alex on Twitter. Um, and you tweet out what to wear like about the weather what uh you know what what to expect that day of a big race around dc right we always try to and it's not just me it's the whole team but yep. at the same time i'm always i'm always looking for the races to right. forecast for because that's what i enjoy doing and i always want to try to get people to know exactly what the forecast is going to be mm-hmm. so they're prepared and they actually dress appropriately right. Right. they're not wearing 80 layers when it's 40 degrees outside at the start. Right. Absolutely. 
Do you have any tune-up races planned for before rock and roll? I'm hoping I even get out for... Uh, <laughs> and that's the whole thing about this cold. I have a five-month-old. I figure by six months, I'll be able to put her in the bob just fine. Right. Anyone? Is there any? Mm, right. No doubt. Yeah, you can do it. My okay. wife didn't, didn't say, say wait, 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 but yeah. Farley. You can do it. What does your wife say the age should be with the bob? She and what does the year. store advise? I really don't even know that. Yeah, no, you. Can I'm looking put, at you guys. I, no, what, no. Is the, what does the store advise? I don't. Well, I, Bob will say as long as they can hold their their neck, <laughs> their neck right uh, in in place, then you, you're fine. I have talked to pediatricians who say you can put them in the car seat almost immediately. So I mean, there's conflicting information out there, mm-hmm. um, which is why I don't think you should go. I'm just trying looking out for you. I don't right. think you should be putting yourself. Out I think there. that Bob says at least <laughs> six months, but as long as they're he- holding their head in place, I think you can even go earlier. So I think six months is a good, good, good barometer. And I guess the other half of that is the fact that I am not bringing my five month old kid outside when right. it's 10 degrees outside yeah. right. in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm glad you you kind of brought that up. Like you're not going to bring your kid outside, but all weather people love to be outside, except for lightning for you, uh, on these huge weather events. Like why why is that? I see these people out there in these snowstorms, hurricane or coverage, blizzard and coverage. They're, like, they're out broadcasting outside when the whole island's evacuated except for the weather person. Like why, what, what is your, your guy's obsession with that? <laughs> I think a lot of that probably comes from management saying they want someone there <laughs> right? live. Okay. Um, but and now that you're in management, you're going to send <laughs> yeah. the other guy. No, yeah. I would, I would love to be there myself. That's, right. that's the truth. I mean, right. I don't want to put myself in harm's way. And I definitely, it's one of those things that now in the meteorological community, between broadcasters we've kind of been bringing it up like hey guys mm-hmm. why are you putting yourself in situations that aren't safe right because now you have to put uh the first responders right. in that same right. situation if you get in trouble and you know a lot of the first responders have been putting out on social media during these hurricanes and stuff that hey look if you didn't evacuate we're not going to be able to come and get you so it's basically it's on you you know in certain extreme circumstances so it's one of those like you know, you have to do it safely. And as a meteorologist, you should, if you know anything about weather, you should be able to put yourself in the safest place. Uh, you know, it there is some still uncertainty to it. So if you're, say, tornado chasing, it's still a very dangerous thing. Um, but you can't can't tornado chase but, on the East Coast. But you would <laughs> like to, but you personally would like to go tornado, tornado chasing. Oh, That's would, just fascinating to me. Yeah. I would just never... Just you probably could have done that in Oklahoma. Move right? well, it's, yeah. it's something that you want, as a meteorologist, you want to experience all kinds of types of weather. I, I chased Hurricane Isabel when I was in college uh, in the on the eastern coast mm-hmm. in uh, eastern North Carolina. And that was just an eye-opening experience to me because I had never really experienced a hurricane. I had experienced you know remnants up through northern Virginia, right? but that was really about it. I'd never actually been in 90-mile-per-hour sustained winds before, and... I, you know, we got to a safe place, big open area, and it was it was wild. I mean, the rain would hit you so hard that it felt like little needles wow. pricking you. But I mean, it was it was a crazy are experience. You, so, how do you do? Are you in like a big car and you're looking at all the models inside this? big I was van in my and, mom's '93 Ford Explorer, and ooh, she was not too happy yeah, after I told her. Safe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it, it was. Uh, yeah, that there were trying times on Route 17, which is a two lane road. A lot of pine trees surrounding right. right next to the roadway but uh, uh yeah it was it was just an experience and you're just chasing where the weather weather patterns We're, are going to go right yeah it's wow. one of those trying to forecast exactly it was it was also kind of like a uh just experience for a, a meteorologist mm-hmm. as well as far as learning 
because you, you're trying to forecast exactly where the center is going to be and you're trying to meet it. And hurricanes, I mean, they are kind of finicky. You know, we thought that it was going to be closer to Wilmington originally, and then we had to backtrack and then go north, and it, it was a lot farther north. So, in wow. you know, the technology back then isn't even half of what it is right now. Right, right. So it's it's we'd have a a much bigger shoe up now. What what is a weather model? I use the term model like I knew what it was. Mm-hmm. Weather weather model. Uh, so it's it's basically just a ton of math and physics going into. Uh, oh gosh, how do I even explain that? See, I don't feel so bad now. See, it's just a ton of math and physics going into something. It's a formula, and then, yeah, it spits out what the weather's going to be, right? Yeah, I mean, for the most part, yes. I mean, but it gives you all types of different data from the top of the atmosphere all the way to the surface. So if you want to know what the jet stream is today or 364 hours out, you can look. Mm -hmm. If you want to look at uh, the mid-level, so where some the most energy is coming in through the middle of the country or something you, you can look that up see exactly the timing on that uh, you can look at surface as far as temperature is pressure and everything out into time but it's all steered by atmo- you know just atmospheric formulas that i mean they're very in-depth <laughs> all right well i i i i uh I, I have a much better understanding of weather now mm-hmm. this is good um but i have a couple quick hitting and i know docs has got a couple quick hitter questions here mm-hmm. that are uh Hopefully fun and not trying to put you on the spot too much. Um, we talk a lot about the weather on this show, and mm-hmm. it's like small talk. But, you know, it's kind, of a, it's kind of a primer to talk about other things, and that's generally what people do is they use the weather as small talk. So as a meteorologist, do you get together with your group of friends, and you don't want to get to talk about what your job is immediately so your small talk <laughs> what's a small talk yeah, for a weatherman is that not, your question yeah, yes i mean yeah. it's not like what's your what's your what do you talk about when you're in the elevator with a, a, another meteorologist if you want to have small talk i probably would gear towards sports <laughs> right right sports right so it's like it, it's it's not your primer it's not your it's not your warm so then what is your sports no, but guy it's talking funny. about in the elevator when, it's, right? when it is yeah. a completely random person in the elevator it is still weather. Like, right. Man, it is cold out there. Yeah, so it's it's weather for you. Okay, so your fallback Wait, what, is what? Would you ask your sports guy a sports question and he'll respond to you in weather? It's kind of hacky. <laughs> no, it's kind of hacky. You don't ask the sports guy. You Because you, you, you don't want to be on all the time. Like, yeah. I mean, people don't ask me about shoes when they just want to kind of talk about small talk. Mm-hmm. So it's just that was that's always kind of been a curious thing to me. So what, yeah, that's a great question. The weatherman might be the best question you've ever asked. The weatherman small talk is still weather. Okay, um, no, so he said sports. Spo- well, okay, sports. No, too. A little yeah. bit of weather what, mixed what, what, in. A little bit of weather too. <laughs> All right. So um, do you get do you get a lot of questions like when people see you, do they hammer you about the weather? Because it's something that everybody can relate to. So I think that's what's most interesting about your job. Like, and that's why it's small talk. You know, mm-hmm. everybody can relate. Not everybody runs or knows about shoes or whatever. So mm-hmm. people don't ask me about that. But does everybody like friends, family member, everybody hammer you about the weather? You know, it's funny. Some people completely don't at all. It's like they right. want to leave me alone and not even discuss it while others that, uh, for instance, I know some some teachers in the area mm-hmm. and they will ask me and, I've, you know, we're pretty close friends. They'll ask me. Two weeks in advance, you know, when's this next big snowstorm? I just heard something on Facebook the other day. (laughs) Right. So, I mean, and even then there's my mom, my mom. Right. She knows. She put me through college for meteorology. She's like, well, they say it's going to be, 
in the 30s next week. I'm like, Mom, just ask me. I am they. <laughs> I'm right. they at yeah. this I'm point, like, Mom. Who is, who is the they she's yeah. even talking yeah. about? Like, who said this? Well, they did. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, other quick hitters here. Is it is it a thrill to be on TV? And do you get nervous? I do. You do? You still get nervous? I, I mean, every now and then. Sometimes. Yeah. And that's that's also for me, too, because I'm not always on air. If I was right. on every single day, that would be different. But if right. I'm all of a sudden not on for two weeks yeah. and then I have to go back on. I'm like, all right, I got to yeah, yeah. <laughs> learn how to do this again. <laughs> yeah. Right. So it can be a little nerve wracking a, a little bit, but it, yeah. it's, it's for fun. Right. And you know? it is, it is still a thrill for you. Yeah. yeah. It's just, I love talking about the weather. So it's, it's yeah. pretty much everything I've ever wanted to do. And I was going to ask about friends and family. Do they tune in? Does your your kid your kid is not tuning in yet? The kid's wonder, five months nah, we're make, old. We're making her <laughs> making her tune. In. But do they tune in specifically when you are on the air? Uh, yes, not all the time. Yeah. But I could see my mom like DVRing every segment that I'm on or whatever. So like, uh, what yeah. was that tie yeah, yeah. you were wearing, yeah, honey? Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, and your kid obviously not not quite yet. All right. Well, those were my uh, quick hitters, and Docs, I know you had a couple for them. What's your favorite Bob Dylan lyric? I'm not a big Bob yeah, Dylan see, guy. Oh, well, yeah. he has a line where it says, you don't need a weatherman to know which way the wind blows. <laughs> oh, all right. See, I'm, I'm curious I'm not, how you feel about I'm, that. I'm not, I'm not a big Bob D- Dylan guy either. Uh, <laughs> I know, you're a, D- you're a long short D- guy. D- Dave Matthews has a line about the weather, yeah, too. You know yeah. the Dave Matthews band line or the Stone Temple Pilots line about the weather? You're going to have to just go yeah. through them with me. Oh, yeah. man. I, you're going to have to do a little bit of homework and come back. Yeah. I mean, I... go. go I listened to Dave Matthews growing up, but I don't remember a weatherman uh, yeah, line. There's, yeah, I think it's... Uh, don't talk about the weather. Don't talk about the weather or something like that. Yeah, sorry. Okay. Yeah, I don't listen to Dylan either, so I didn't know. And then uh, the Stone Table Pilots, they say so much depends on the weather. Huh. Yeah. All right. I, I didn't know that one either. So sorry, we're putting we're putting Alex on on the, on the spot here. But that's it's kind so of, weird that uh, I'm so much younger than you, but you don't know any of the cultural right. references you're, you're, that you're, I know because I used to listen to stuff and uh, that's 20 years before your time. It's so weird. That right. One last quick hitting question: Did you see the? I guess a, a local forecast with the uh, phone number in it uh, last week. I did. One of my old coworkers actually tweeted it, and he included uh-huh. me on the on the tweet, and saying, "You know, this is such a great a great Wait, tweet." Ex- yeah. Explain, Doc. So, well, there there was a they did a seven day forecast, and and the uh, forecast was uh, each day a different number, and 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 when you when they flashed it up, it was eight six seven five three zero. Wait a second. So eight six seven five three. Okay. So Jenny, you got my number. So it was eighty six degrees and seventy five. No, degrees. eight degrees one day. Okay. Six degrees the next day. Oh, remember, it was cold. Gotcha. So okay. the seven day forecast was the seven digits from that that number. Was that a real forecast, or was this person pulling one over on its viewers? I think he was pulling one over because once you got to those later days, the actual highs were on where the lows typically are, uh-huh. and so he, he just kind of changed them. I really mm-hmm. had no clue. I, it just like went totally over my head. Like I, I was not even paying so you- any kind of attention to it. And then I asked my coworker, and he's like, Seriously? <laughs> yeah. That was that was that was a great bit. I, I hope that we can see some uh, great bits coming out of Channel 7 this yeah. spring. So, yeah. so try harder yeah, is what you're telling me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's let's make memes out of your your casts. Hey, we have we have a lot of good stuff coming. So <laughs> yeah. don't don't great. worry. Yeah. Good. Just we're for very you. Very excited. Yep. Well, all right. Well, we were with the running weatherman. So what can we expect uh, running wise this spring, this summer? 
Give us your educated opinion on what what is the running going to be like as we move into hopefully in the spring and the summer here soon. Well, it's going to be warmer mm. than this winter has been so far, so that's always <laughs> that's, good. that's always that's a plus. Yes. I, I can guarantee yeah, that. That's, yeah. a, that's a pretty <laughs> easy guarantee. To I, I was asking the the weather professional there. That's a good professional answer. I yeah. appreciate that. Yeah, uh, it, it's you know I was it's one of those things that seasonal forecasting is is a little bit more difficult you know the farther you go out in time people i mean i'll tell you people are looking at this winter and saying oh it's going to be around average no one saw that we're going to have such a drastic cold spell and it's one of the top 10 coldest you know two-week periods that we've seen on record here in dc but uh as we get into spring i'm not expecting giant swings that we've had I think we'll probably warm up pretty quickly into the middle of March. That will continue through April. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm really hoping, well, you know, last year we did have a number of 90 and even 95 degree days. Yep. I'm, I'm hoping it's not quite as high. Our average is in the, the 30s range, uh, and we were up there into the 40s. Um, and I'm really just hoping we don't have quite as many 90 degree days, but... As far as the signal for that, it's a little too far out. Well, to we're really going to hold you idea. to that. You said it was mm-hmm. either thirty or forty that we had last year. It was in the forties. Okay, wow. number. Yeah, of a times. N- number of times in the nineties. All right, we're going to hold. I know Joanna's going to hold you to that too because we do like the the eighty degree. If it's tickling, 70. if it's tickling ninety, I'm okay. But I don't nah, like it to go in as long as the yeah. humidity isn't yeah isn't isn't too bad. All right. Yeah, well, remember, dew point is the key when you're out running. Yeah. You want to look at the dew point, not the yeah. humidity, not right. the relative humidity. And why is that? Just because that is really the the main factor. You get into, just to give you an idea, dew points in the 60s, uncomfortable Mm -hmm. for runners. Very Mm -hmm. uncomfortable. That's just a high level of moisture in the atmosphere. So it's really tough for your body to acclimate. Give uh, us give us a couple uh, different dew point ranges so that people know like what they're looking at. Okay, dew point anything below say forty five to actually anything below fifty is very comfortable okay. for runners. Mm-hmm. You get into the mid fifties, you're you're starting to feel it a little bit, but it's still pretty pretty comfortable. Mm-hmm. Get up towards sixty, starting to become humid, and we had days last year we were in the seventies for dew points, and that's just like no, uh, mm-hmm. don't run. I mean, it's mm-hmm. just it's be. Take for up the, an indoor sport. Yes, for the normal, everyday recreational runner, not for like a Chris Farley, but <laughs> like you know, for just like a me. <laughs> right. Don't go run in seventy degree dew points. All right. Well, you can follow him. It's ABC Seven Alex on Twitter. He will give you all the information that you want to know about uh, the weather when on a race day and and other times. And also, we're going to tweet out from Pace the Nation uh, the article that was done about you. Uh, the article is entitled, From Run Washington, Running with a Chance of Racing. Uh, and it's got a picture of you running. It's also got a picture of you at a green screen with shorts and running shoes on. Is that truly how you do, do weather people or broadcasters wear shorts? If if they framed me upright, I yeah. could technically wear, wear that. shorts. Yeah, but we, yeah, we used it's, to have a guy that wore jeans every Friday. He's oh, like, really? just shoot me from the waist up. I'm right, good to go. Right. right. Well, there's a picture of Alex uh, in Run Washington at the green screen with shorts and uh, and running shoes. All right, man. Well, thank you. So I think I feel totally enlightened. Uh, so <laughs> uh, <yeah>. so <laughs> much more so much more uh, educated on the weather, and I, I, I feel really like appreciate I feel it. like Farley should get a degree in weatherman now. I should in weather. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, Alex. Thank you so much for thanks joining for having us. me. I really appreciate it. There he goes. It's Alex Liggett.
of ABC7. He is the running weatherman. He joined us here on Pace the Nation. We're going to take a quick break and be right back after this. Stay with us. All right, welcome back to the program, and thanks again to Alex Liggett for joining us today on Pace the Nation. Uh, fun to have him on, the running weatherman. Uh, check him out. I didn't ask him when the next time he's going to be on TV, but... Well, I'm it sounds gonna, like he doesn't always know. I'm gonna, yeah, that's like he's, he's the emergency guy, or, yep. you know... Sounds like he's the boss. Sounds like uh -huh. he's really in Is that what you to, took away from that yeah, interview? Yeah, well, yeah. and that he can't control the weather... Um, although he, I, said he can't admit to it. Yeah, he can't admit to it. Yeah. Although I, I, I do think he probably had, because he knew about the breaking three attempt. Mm -hmm. um, I do think he knew something about December 29th because he dialed up a really he, good he day. He did dial up a good day for yeah. you. Yeah. So uh, thanks again to Alex. It's ABC7Alex on Twitter. So give him a follow. All things weather. He's your source to go to. Farley, do you know what's ironic about our guest today? Hmm. Joanna's under the weather. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Very ironic. Means she's sick. All right, I mentioned earlier, guys, that a historic bar was closing, a bar restaurant. Did it, do you in think New people noticed that you just changed tone to like your your serious news? Not serious reporting. news, kind of, kind of like the the uh, somber. The, yeah, yeah, your somber yeah, tone. Yeah, well, it's guys, kind of sad. Docs and I have been I have to this bar news. a couple times. Very sad um, news. There's a bar closing. And I'm, Upper I'm sorry that Upper, you had to hear this from me. <laughs> Upper Manhattan, the bar is called Coogan's. Have you been to Coogan's before, Joanna? No. Uh, been it, in New York City before? It's it's right outside. Uh, That's the one with the skyscrapers, right? Yes. New York City? <laughs> yeah. It's right outside New the York Armory. City. The Armory, which is one of the best indoor tracks in the country. Uh, great experience watching the Milrose games there. Right. Uh, really fun uh, weekend to go during Milrose and people hang out at Coogan's uh, it's typically packed. afterwards. If you are, if you want to be seen in the running community, you go to Coogan's after the Milrose games. Yep. No uh, more. No more. So it's been open since 1985. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's older than they me. Are close. They are closing uh, in the next few months. There's a lot of people who want to save Coogan's because it's one of those like, old school like bars and re bar restaurants well, what's with some, the what's with the reason character. for them closing well the rent is just getting out of hand mm -hmm. so they're they're up to the point where they want more than 40 grand a month and uh they the guys uh, at coogan's just uh, don't want to pay it or can't afford to pay it so Thing is, like I go there once every two or three years, mm -hmm. and it's always packed. So I have no idea <laughs> I know. why I know. Uh, those one or two, three nights doesn't uh, uh, keep the doors open. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm sure that if it was as crowded as it was uh, the night of Milrose, mm -hmm. the other 364 nights a year, then they wouldn't have any problem. But I I'm guessing that it's a, yeah, a local watering hole that has like one day. Yeah. Uh, well, I think there's probably, I mean, I think it's probably fairly busy, uh, other times, uh, mm -hmm. but that one day that we go, let's spend the next three hours speculating on what we think, <laughs> Joanna, well, how, how much business do you think they get in this bar that you've never I, been? I, I do, I, I do like that. They've got a, a kind of a, 
a museum of of jerseys and running running apparel. articles yeah. and just just museum of running stuff. So and by jerseys you mean you mean singlets singlets yeah. yeah. So it's really too bad. Uh, Any but, relation to the runner Coogan? No docs. No relation to uh, Mark or Gwen Coogan. Sorry. Okay. No, that's fine. Yeah, but no, fair question. Don't have to apologize. Um, well. I also mentioned uh, at the beginning of the show, we had a couple of where are they now, uh, the pace, the nation, where are they now? Uh, and it's funny, we just had Alex from ABC7 on, mm-hmm. and uh, ABC7 just did a really nice piece on Ellie McGinn, who, of course, was on our program, I don't know, uh, six months ago or so. Uh, she's... Uh, has this rare disease that I can't really pronounce. She calls awesome it disease. The, the awesome disease. Yeah. Yep. You can't pronounce that. Awesome I disease. I can pronounce that, but uh, yeah. she had a really nice, uh, a really nice piece done on her by ABC Seven's Allison Starling. So we'll tweet that out at Pace the Nation. Uh, again, just raising awareness to her rare, very rare disease and uh, her rare, rare condition, and uh, it, it mentioned the road race as well. So very cool. Um, and speaking of. People who've tweeted the show, I uh, wanted to mention that Run Nebraska tweeted us this past week and gave us kudos as a top five running podcast out there right now. Which means we could be number one. I think we are number one. I'm not going to mm-hmm. mention the others, but uh, this right. Run Nebraska gave us five burritos. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, well, I think they gave us a five burrito rating. We didn't five actually, burrito rating, there right. are no burritos in studio unless <laughs> right. somebody ate them before I arrived. Five, five burrito rate. I guess they rate on burritos. So I think we are five out of five burritos. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, and I did, well, you're assuming that it's out of five. No, it, uh, I'm pretty sure it is out of five. <laughs> yeah, I know we might. Yeah. Okay. They, they do say that I've done my best to rate them on a scale of one to five burritos, which I affectionately called the bur- burrito meter. So we got five burritos, uh, and they mentioned that I struggle with geography, correct? Yep, so they listen. Joanna has some really weird transportation stories. That's correct. Which they is listen. also correct. And, Docs, I'm not sure um, what they thought about you. They didn't mention me at all? No, I think... That's okay. No, they didn't mention you here in the write-up, but they mm-hmm. did, you know, and I bring them up because I, I like that they uh, tweeted the show, at the show... Right. Uh, the Step Brothers reference that, yes. you, that flew yes. over my head. So, yeah, I know. Thank you very much yeah. for, for getting that. Uh, it was one of those things where usually what happens is when I tell a joke that Farley doesn't get, he halts the whole process, and then we have to have a five-minute apology to everybody mm-hmm. because Farley doesn't get the joke. Right. Uh, I'm glad that we were able to move on with one of my jokes, and then somebody got it and appreciated it, and it was what it was. Yep. So, uh, and by when I say my jokes, I mean when I stole somebody else's joke. Right. Well, I uh, appreciate uh, the uh, kudos from them. Uh, I don't even know who they are. Run Nebraska, but you know, you can always tweet the show. It's at Pace the Nation. You're so lazy. They have a thing at the top of that page you're looking at that says who we are. Like you click that one button, and then you'll find out who they are. They say they're a locally owned operation that's passionate about running. I, I still mm-hmm. don't. I'm not sure what they do. I think they make time <laughs> races. Anyways, tweet us. Let you let us know what you do. Yeah. Um, but uh, or if you don't have that much time, just compliment my my stolen jokes. That's, that's also perfect. a good use of your Twitter time. Uh, this podcast, of course, is sponsored by Pacers Running. Pacers Running with five area DC locations. Pacers Running is for every run. 
Uh, we also have a store in Princeton, New Jersey, 7 Palmer Square. Uh, you can sign up for the Pacers running race series right now. Our first race, February 11th, uh, is Love the Run You're With. So uh, go to runpacers.com and sign up today. So I have a story mm-hmm. that I texted you guys last night about. I wanted to figure out this song that I didn't really have in my head. So like sometimes you have a song in your head and you can hum it or whatever. But there, there's a song that I've heard several times and I, I just like it. I'm like, I love that song. And now I have a device in my home that is... Uh, An Alexa? Not, it's not a sponsor of the show. Oh, okay. Sorry. So I'm not going to say what it is, but it is a voice-activated device. And, and then I activated a service that allows me to play any songs I want. And so I just had it in my head. I want to play this song, but I'm not sure what the song is. And I was just looking online at like, you know, the top 50 Billboard songs. uh, And I would just read them. And if I didn't recognize the song, I would tell my device, play this song. And it would repeat back to you. And then uh, it would play the song. And it would be the wrong song. So I'd, I'd yell at it and I'd say, stop. And and it wouldn't stop because I have to say its name first and then make it stop. So that was a nice learning curve. I literally spent hours last night going through lists, favorite songs of the year, going through the billboards, doing all of these searches, finding songs that I, I didn't know the name of it. Then I called one of my friends and I told her, I'm trying to think of the name of a song. I don't know how it goes. I don't know any of the words. Uh, but I, but I need some help. And she was like, okay, well, uh, I, I, surprisingly, she wasn't like taken aback and be like, do you realize how dumb a question you're right. asking right now? How am I going to figure this Cause out? Cause I realize how dumb a question mm-hmm. you're asking us right yeah. now. Yeah. Well, I told you, yeah. no, I told you guys, I texted yeah. you and I was like, it's driving me crazy. So literally hours and hours and hours looking, searching the internet, trying to find the names of songs. And I finally went to uh, Sirius. Oh, they're not a uh, sponsor either. I went to a, a the playlist. You can find out every song that was played on this satellite radio program. And so I went through there and I looked through days of songs that they played. And finally, I got one of them. And when it started playing... I just was like, I, I can, my, my day is complete. So what it was, was the song? So yeah, we're late dying in the night. to know what the song is. So late was. in the night. Um, do you know the song Little One by Highly Suspect? Oh, that's just a total letdown. I have no idea who that yeah, is. Yeah, I don't know yeah. what that is. It's song. a good song. I like it. Yeah. Well, that, that was yeah. the name of the song. And I was like, what is this? What is this? What is this? So, uh, and I was up late. So I'm also tired today because I was up so late trying to find the name of the song. How did you end up finding the song? I just told you. I, I, I was lost and and trying to figure out what song it was. <laughs> Summarize for me real quick. Again, paper shredder. I, I just went. I just went online and looked up every source to find song names. Got it. Okay. Like it, it was it was such a needle in the haystack. Wow. Well, I think we guessed uh, minute work. Yeah, you guys said uh, yeah. minute work, and then I said, guys, I've I've got a really important mission. I'm not talking to you yeah. anymore. So c- play that real quick, Joanne. I think you've dug it up here for us. This is what kept you up. Yeah, oh, it's this a good song. It. It's a really good song. I don't yeah. know. 
Wow. Okay. My my, I was like, I think it's kind of like the day I tried to live by Soundgarden, but not really. That was my only clue that I that I uh, gave my friend, man, who I thought would actually be of big help. Well, I'm glad you found it, Docs. Me too, because <laughs> I wouldn't have come in. Yeah, you I would not have come in today until I found been, the end of that. You would have not slept and tried to find that song. All right, guys, a random show today. A random show that covered dogs, sports, weather, a little bit of running, too. You know what? If, if we had a random show, that must mean my game was on point. <laughs> it was. Well done. Thanks to Alex Liggett of ABC7. He's the running weatherman. He joined us today in studio. Great guest, great interview, a lot of great information. So thanks to Alex for joining us. Thanks to William E. Docs. Thanks to Joanna Russo, And thanks to you, the listener. I am Chris Farley. This is Pace Nation. Will you see you next week? It can be frustrating sometimes. Look at all that food that they're lugging across the street. Let's go to that building. Anytime there's free food, I'm in. Count me in. Is that a whiteboard? Uh-huh. So your notebook is just a whiteboard. Mm-hmm. I kind of like it. I'm, yeah. I'm secretly obsessed with whiteboards. Yeah. I love whiteboards. I have a six-foot whiteboard in my kitchen right now. Look at the, look the even more food. Mm. Do you think that's really food? I don't know. That guy looks like it's kind of heavy. I feel like they're all bringing in like uh, six inch or, or foot long subs. I think that's just a stack of foot long subs. Where would they have gotten them from? Well, there's a crate right there's a there's a pallet right there that they're loading all this stuff off of. I think that's a, a giveaway at whatever event this is. It's not food. All right, um, Farley. Do you think that's food that they're carrying over here? I think it's here? food. I think it's food. Subs. It looks like, yeah, I think they're sandwiches. No, there's no way. Look at uh, this guy trying to adjust uh, his hat in our uh, in our window. <laughs> all right. Um, we, should get, we should get non-see-through like, or one-way mirror so that uh, we could watch people on the street and talk about them. Because that's something that this, this uh, show lacks is Joanna and I talking about people <laughs> on the street. Look how fast that guy's running. 
That's running related. The guy, this guy with the turquoise short shirt. I don't. I think he's either an intern or he's part time, and he's he's trying to impress everybody so that they'll hire him full time. <laughs> I think it might be like a CrossFit deal. <laughs> this is the workout. Yeah. yeah, I think this is this is probably the workout. Joanna, if you don't give me a high five when I tell that joke on the show, then then you're off the show. Down there in Mississippi, uh, but uh, send say it Mississippi in, again. That was Mississippi. Weird. Yeah. So uh, send it to us again. Why do you say it like that? Are you playing like flag football or something? <laughs> yeah, exactly.